0: And it hurt me like that, Brody. Now, I'm not going to lie. I woke up, the, like, my right ass cheek on the side. What were you doing, Brody? <laughs> exactly, bro. I don't know. Like I was like, maybe because I slept on my back. I don't usually sleep on my back. Like I feel like when I woke up, I was on my back. I could fall asleep on my back, but I usually end up tossing turn. And I feel like I didn't toss and turn. Mm. So I feel like I slept like that all night. But I was like, why is it one ass cheek? You <laughs> like the side of an ass cheek. Like, it's not, like, the whole ass. So I'm like, what's going on? So my mom, she looked at me like... And I was like, bro, don't look at me like that. Bro, like, <laughs> hey, I celibate for three months, bro. Don't look at me like that. Nah, it's my mom still thinking I'm a virgin, bro. That shit, like, was confirmed to me. Down with the purity stance. Listen,
1: man, let's keep... In blissful ignorance.
0: Literally, bro, She don't know it won't hurt her.
1: In blissful ignorance.
0: <sighs> With that being said, what it do is go with popping off. It's your homie ATM.
1: It's your boy Oh.
0: And we are the lingo baby back and better than ever. It don't really feel like that. I'm not going to lie to you. Oh, niggas is kind of tired. Yeah, <laughs> well, we we <laughs> just complain
1: about your ass hurt, my neck <laughs> yeah, like hurt. Yeah, his
0: neck hurt. And it both sound walkie. It's not the <laughs> joke think. There's no context right now. But you know, niggas is, is valid on these sides. Uh,
1: How so, are you otherwise?
0: I'm good. I'm good. Uh... I feel like, you know, I started November and I was like, yeah, I'm taking a break from people. Like, I don't mm. want to see people. And y'all got me out the house very quickly within the first week. Um, you know? It I was... said the same shit. Nah, I mean, I'm still going to hold to it. Like, I'm just going to be a lot more selective. I feel like, you know, through October, I had a lot of, like, responsibility of, like, hosting people and, like, showing mm. people around. So I feel like I was always in people people's energy.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, like I feel like at least I'm gonna be more like intentional mm-hmm. in November, and more selective. Um, but you and Malik got me out the house yesterday. Went to um, a performance. That Malik performed in as well as our nice. prior guest uh, Johnny Champagne.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Get his little moment on stage. Yeah. Yo, shout out East Berlin, shout out yes. Afterthought, you know, Coastal Connect. Right, like, oh, yeah, great,
0: great show. That
1: was a great fucking show. Great
0: variety of artists, too.
1: Yeah. You, you know what's so funny you say that? Because, like, I was talking to the host of the whole show. I was like, trying to wonder, like, yo, like, you know, when's Malik going on and everything? And he sent me, like, the, the run of show. And he's like, he's like, okay, cool. Like, right now, this is this is the, the first thing it was Toby. He's like, all right, Toby, Toby, he's not on here. Um, uh it was just like and towards the end it, i realized it was afterthought bringing he was a headliner and special guest mm-hmm. heavy on the special guest because man i felt like you know he brought out all of the bay you know yeah. saying a whole bunch of bay artists and that i don't know a lot that felt really refreshing to me just to have all these different people who are not from here you know Different perspective, yeah. you know, get to chat, chat them up. I had a great fucking time.
0: No, yeah, I um, so I ended up getting there a little late and I had to leave a little early, but the couple artists like I was able to speak to, um, they were really cool. I really like uh, Sherry from Brooklyn, Aphrodite. Mm-hmm. She was cool. She, I really liked her set. It was very like a freako nasty. Was born and raised in Brooklyn. That's what it felt like to me.
1: Oh yeah. Like, that's really what it Why felt you like say it like that, facts.
0: Bro, as what? she was performing, like I was just like, like the screaming, raging energy. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's yeah, what I need. yeah. <laughs> I was like, this feels like I, this feels like if Rico was born and raised here. Like that's what it felt like for me for sure.
1: No, I super fucked with her energy because yeah. she came when she, she was supposed to be before Malik.
0: Okay. She came
1: after Malik. Yeah, she showed up over. late. She was like,
0: she was like, I walked in and Malik was on stage. I was like, yo, you're funny. Like,
1: she was completely supposed to be before, and then she went to the host and was like, um, was there a a a. A female yeah. vocal on the mic yet already and he was like yeah it's like okay per because you know once i come on so it'd be like this is for the ladies ladies artists yeah was like yo i fuck with you your whole brand your aesthetic like nah, yeah she's
0: cool it I was hard her. as hell
1: definitely rico nasty from brooklyn Mars. yeah
0: like that's definitely what it felt like no but it was cool it was uh it was great i feel like these last like three months specifically like with you I feel like me and you have like exposed ourselves to a lot of art from like just up and coming people, whether it's like the open mic night um, at Mm -hmm. Lips or like um, even just overall like things like the show we went to in Q's, like, you know, like I think that's really dope. It's been dope because I like going to events where it's like I either don't know anybody performing or I know like one person performing Mm -hmm. because it means everybody else is brand new to me. So that's what it felt like yesterday. It was nice, I liked it a lot.
1: yeah, the spot was so, really
0: intimate it like was a that, very intimate spot intimate like, I was like this is first of all it was, like, I didn't know it was like a bar restaurant kind of vibe mm. um, so I didn't know what I was walking into like, I thought I was walking into like a bigger event space so when I got there, I was like, "Oh, this is really intimate." But I was like, "I like that a lot." Yeah, me too. Um, no, it was dope. It was really nice, also, to like just see Malik perform in general. I'm sorry, it's really weird say his name. He like five feet yeah, away like, from <laughs> me right now. So like, he's literally like off <laughs> camera, right there. So it's like weird. I feel like I'm talking about you, but you had a great. You set. did great, kid. Yeah, we love you. <laughs> I don't know if you saw my message. I um, look <laughs> very tough. No, you're good. <laughs> uh, it was so funny because somebody took a video from right behind me and Omari during one of Malik's performances, like, during his rock star song. That song. was like, that's how I classified it because I love that track. And you just see Omari recording going crazy, and you see me, like, going <laughs> off. And I'm like, wow, we're really his two biggest fans right now. Yo, ooh, um, ooh, it was ooh. nice. It was very, like, it was, it was a great time. I had a great time. Ooh, how are wow. you?
1: Yo, I, I feel like I'm just coming down off that. Um a big part of the that you know performance was uh, we had an internal objective of getting like footage for like an upcoming uh tracks like visuals and like i don't know if you saw like the back room in yeah yo that shit was crazy yo like it's it's giving what it looked like it belly the the intro scene i was just like yo like and shout out ken um he was there with like you know this throwback like camera Canon it it, it, it was it was hard I think it's all gonna come together pretty dope but that's like those just like what I really love you know what I'm saying like being able to network and talk to all these different people everyone was just so so dope and they brought their own thing like that live band though after that shit Mm -hmm. the, the saxophone the keys and um the dude on drums he like right before like right as soon as I got to the venue we were chilling in the back when he was doing something, I was talking to Johnny, and then, um, his name is Alan. So he, like, you know, randomly we were talking, he was talking to uh, Johnny about, like, music theory things, you know, like, well, like, deeper than that, like, mm-hmm. you know, like, talking about music at, the, like, the molecular level, okay. you know what I'm <laughs> Talking <laughs> about waves, and he was like, oh, yeah, you know, they got a, they got a 15-inch speaker, which is pretty dope, but, you know, you got an 18-inch, you know, you really can hear <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was like, I, I was saying, I'm like,
1: not just her- I don't, he's, know, he's spitting spitting I don't know what
0: he's talking about, but he's spitting. Yo, I feel like
1: it was like music Bill Nye. Like, you know, <laughs> that was the, the energy he was giving. And then to see him, you know, performing those drums, I'm like, oh, now I know. Because he was he going
0: about, crazy
1: yeah. on the drums. Yo, the sax, everything. Like, the whole energy. I was talking to um, Afterthought, and I was telling him, like, yo, this performance was giving me, like, family reunion, mm-hmm. comedy special. Mm-hmm and a headlining concert all yeah. at the same time, you know, like, just constantly bringing up all your features, and, you know, unreleased stuff, just giving everyone their flowers, and, and towards the end of the show, you definitely felt it, everyone got, come came up to the stage, you know, like, there were moments where, and I, and I love when artists do this, like, they bring up the their feature artists, the people that they want to bring out, and they come off the stage, you know, yeah. they interact with the audience while, you know, the feature is, like, rocking the mic, and I fucking love that, that was... 10 out of 10. No,
0: yeah. I had
1: a great fucking time. Yeah. Same, same, same. Shout out to Sean, too. Yeah. <laughs> Shout
0: out to being able to get him in. No you lie. You know what I'm
1: saying? I had, you know, my mentee, my favorite son. You know, they was talking about some, oh, you can't get in here without no vaccine. Boy. Without ID. Without ID. Had to finesse, finagle. No, yeah. You know what I'm saying?
0: And you know what's so crazy? I was like, if it's a white person, they're more likely to, like, confuse the ID. Mm-hmm. When homeboy was checking the ID and vax, he fully covered your face. Not Deshaun, the security nigga. Mm. So he didn't even look at the face on the ID. And I was like, that's beautiful. Yeah. And I was like, it, it's pretty close. Yeah,
1: black skin, beard.
0: Beard, like it's reasonably close. I was having a bad day, bro. That's why I'm not smiling.
1: You know? It's dark.
0: <laughs> you yeah, think he was wearing
1: a silk? I feel like it was. Yeah, great.
0: nah, it was a it was a good time though. I I had a great time, I think. I don't know, I feel like we say it in some way, shape, or form, like every episode, but I feel like being able to be surrounded by like artists who are doing their shit and just like making their music and putting it out there like it's overall inspiring, you know. Mm-hmm. To whatever we do, whether it's you know our own music or this or that, like I feel like you know there's just always something heartwarming about people's about seeing people do what they love to do, for sure.
1: Great no, Shining great time. That was, a, that was an like, independent artist for sure.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, and speaking of inspiring, but I feel like talking about this next artist he's the man who likes to inspire chaos yeah I call him the the enemy of peace yeah mr Kanye west on drink champs That's... like you know how we do a podcast like we love podcasting something that we've been doing for years and you know keeping up with you know podcasts on a professional level um noriega and this podcast D- drink champs they had a star on their Kanye fucking west I what I I remember seeing that it was gonna drop with the whole like drink champs don the don the yeah. thing I was just like what the fuck is gonna happen what like right what realm is, is this, this gonna going? going in yeah it happened exactly as I thought it would yeah you know yeah like
0: a lot of tyranny <laughs> a lot of controversy.
1: OD oh, controversy it's all like cause I feel like if you let Kanye like he's like a hose if you let like if you like, let it go he's gonna keep go, going yeah. and like, i was like at moments like that that shit was hilarious and like it, it reminds me of a question that you brought up to me and about like a lot of topics that people have been talking about it was just like this wasn't a good interview though
0: yeah no it wasn't like from a journalism like perspective like <clears throat> and I feel like a lot of like quote unquote real journalists out there like would agree with me like Will it be probably the most, (coughs) excuse me, entertaining interview of the year? 100%. I feel like, you know.
1: Are are interviews supposed to be entertaining or?
0: I mean, that's just like, I guess that's a matter of opinion. Like, I guess that's not like really like an objective thing to say. But I feel like for me, like, you didn't succeed in getting an interview just because you got the name behind it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't succeed in getting a good interview because I interviewed like Hove. You know what I'm saying? Because I interviewed this person, I feel like it's really about the quality of the conversation you have. And I feel like, you know, I don't think the purpose of an interview, like, is or should be to make niggas laugh, like, you know, or make niggas, like, you know.
1: But it wasn't, like, I feel like it wasn't lined up to be jokey.
0: It wasn't, like, I don't think, like, you know, like, that might not have been, like, the intention, but I feel like he was also allowed to say a lot of shit mm-hmm. with the reception of, like, Nori and... Oh, what the fuck is that other guy's name?
1: Yo, you know, it's so crazy. I didn't want to disrespect. I wanted to get his name, too, but I was just like, I fuck it. I don't, right, don't know his name. DJ, um... DJ I- 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 Ian...
0: That dude. He, the dude he's with Nori on Drake Champs. From like, Miami. I'm sorry, guy.
1: My- Miami I'm legend. sorry,
0: bro. I don't know Nori Anyways... Point is no that. disrespect. No, no disrespect. <laughs> not at all. Like, no you know disrespect. Know what I'm like, no but my point, point is, is that like when the interviewer like then like meets everything with a laugh or with a joke, you take it to that realm of everything being comedic. Because you know, like, but if you sit there, like, for example, when he was like, "Oh yeah, the biggest mistake I ever made was signing Big Sean."
1: Why is that?
0: Why? Like you like, and it's also like your reaction. Like, okay, but why? And then when he's like, "Oh, because this, that, and the 3rd you're like, "Okay, then why do you think that was your biggest?" Mis-? Like, you know, you keep mm-hmm. feeding off what the person gives you, and I feel like your end goal should have a conversation that came out of it that like truly informed people right. about something. Yeah, you know, I feel like we just kept getting informed about. W- let like, <laughs> I don't even know how to explain it. Like, I feel like people got new information. Yeah, I would. Like, I would say it's it to, like, to like to weird. You yeah. uh, know. Because
1: I've watched a lot of Drink Champ episodes, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And usually, um, Noriega has, like, he, he would ask someone a question or, like, you know, they'll go on a tent and, like, you know, the, the interviewee would say something and he'd be like, and he'll double it down and yeah. get into it. I feel like Kanye just didn't give him, like...
0: That a, space. That, and, that like,
1: space, you know? I, I think um, the episode ran longer than anticipated because yeah. if you go, to, if you watch to the end, it's, like, two-hour long episode. Uh, yeah, it was, like, two hours. And, like, the credits just come in, you know, mid-conversation, they didn't really, like, and, like usual uh, drink chat okay. episodes so i'm thinking like he also knew that and like even things like like earlier when like connie mentioned you know he can pretty much affirm about Donna deluxe mm-hmm. right for me i'm interested in like oh okay like tell me more about right. that shit you know like and it, and it wasn't i don't know maybe because they were drinking and smoking <laughs> and like you know it kind of crossed but i feel like he does this on every episode yeah and, and and ultimately i feel like what what do you tell kanye you know like shut up or like you know stop talking yeah. like, and
0: it's like that's also my thing like the reason i also won't put like a full like accountability thing on like the drink champs host is because like and this is like just coming from personal experience of us having interviews. Like, mm-hmm. yo, sometimes you could really only do so much, and you could really only get so much out of people. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's it? DJ EFN. It is EFN. It's cool. You, great guy. You. No, really. Um, <laughs> like, you know, so, like for example, like I've seen snippets of like the DMX like episode. You know, mm, and like that was a great one. And I'm just like. But you also realize who you're talking to. Mm -hmm. You're talking to like a grown man who's
1: a lot more tempered, you you know, like
0: come through like a lot of shit and is now at a grown age where he's able to now express his shit with wisdom. Kanye literally sat on that episode and said, every time I say something, it's, oh, he's having an episode and he's not wrong, bro. Like, I feel like once he came out as bipolar, Everything then just started going under that umbrella and everybody started putting stuff under that umbrella for him, which is not fair. You know what I'm saying? But it's like at the same time, like I feel like there's like this thing now, like Mm -hmm. a switch, uh, uh, not even a switch, I would say like a weird safety net for him and for the public you know you you know what i'm saying
1: i'm gonna i agree with that and i feel like the the key example of that in the episode for me was the G, uh, the just blaze the comedy. just blaze shit
0: yeah
1: you know and it's just like because if i feel like if anyone else would have said that about just blaze and for people from context who are saying like you know just blaze is a
0: copycat uh,
1: uh calling the he, yeah. he called him, him a copycat you know what i'm saying and like i don't know that's like calling someone like like you know Mozart, you're, you're a copycat, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? This is someone who has a successful career yeah. in, in music producing, and they were talking about uh, the blueprint, and funny enough, even Jay-Z commented on it. Yeah,
0: Jay-Z came out in Netflix, like... Uh, Netflix has, like, this, like, they're... The blooming...
1: Black Western? Yeah,
0: yeah no, because, yeah, he um there's the Black Western that just dropped on Netflix, uh, The Harder They Fall, yeah. I believe it's called. Um, and now Netflix has, like, this weird, like, clubhouse kind of chat thing going on.
1: Yeah, it's Twitter. Yeah,
0: it's a yeah. Twitter yeah. Was it? Yeah, mm-hmm. it was running
1: Yes, it's like a Twitter function, but I think Netflix was running
0: the was running thing? thing. Okay, so yeah, and then like there was people who were brought up to speak, and uh, like Jay Z was one of the main people, and he he was like, listen, like, nah, I love Jay Z though, because he was just like he came out and he was like, listen, I mean, you know, everybody's entitled to their opinions. Yeah. And pretty much like, who am I to tell you your opinion is wrong? But well, but. Like, I, but but the one thing I will say, though, <laughs> I was just like, oh, here we go. Come on, Sean. Come on, Mr. Carter. He was like, the Just Plays comment was a little, you know, like. A little unfair. It was a little unfair. I was a little like, unfair. He was like, because you're talking about like a, a sample album or like an mm-hmm. album, sampling soul music. So it's like, how you going to? I was just like, oh, my God. This is, <laughs> I was like, like no, nah, for you to actually like, that's the thing. No, but, but, and this is another thing with, like, with Ye is that nobody, if not him, could have brought Jay Z out to say something. Mm. Jay Z very much moves in silence. Yeah, I was surprised he had Twitter. He got Instagram for a day Dang, and then deleted left. it. <laughs> as he should. But the thing is, is like, no other artists, like, could probably do or say anything that would have Jay-Z respond to it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's like... I mean, you it, also gotta understand the history between the two people. Like, right. you know, like, those two specifically. Yeah. It makes sense. But I was just like, the fact that Jay-Z, like, then came and I was like, oh, wow.
1: The situation was crafted yeah. for that. I feel like the only person to, like, you know, really come in and say something was Jay-Z. You know, it was his album and, you know, these two great producers producing it. So it's like, come on, y'all. You know, and I yeah. I, I do... I think who also deserves some praise here. I think Just Blaze handled it pretty professionally. Mm-hmm. And he was just like, whoa. Like, you know, that's surprising you would say that kind of thing. And I feel like it, it's interesting to see that in, in the rap game now. You know, some people just taking things with like uh, a,
0: grain of salt. a grain of
1: salt. You know what I'm saying? Not taking things too hard. I feel like just showed. Excellent professionalism On just Blaze's part But just like You know lack of ego Yeah You know what I'm saying Because a lot of people Would have flew off On the hinge You saw um so- Boy Body. That's exactly
0: what right. I was literally Going to go yeah. into The tangent of Do you see how Other people Are showing Bro Soldier Boy too. Because I'm not surprised Everything I say on my mouth Is funny. <laughs> he's, Nah he's bad.
1: He's mad Funny to me I don't know He, he was one The he was like is Why are you Talking about the Why you talking about The thing Did like, you hear his trap <laughs>
0: How would he say How that? Why would he say that? I didn't even think it was that bad. Yeah?
1: The Soldier Boy um, I don't think I vision? ever heard it. It wasn't like, they didn't deserve me on Donda, but it wasn't that bad. I was surprised to say that. <laughs> I'm personally looking forward to the retaliation between Big Sean. Big
0: Sean, yeah. Because he got
1: confirmed to be on the next level. Oh, yeah, yeah next not, it was so funny,
0: up, so like so. The, the tweet thread of it, of like, Big Sean, like, Drake Chance just hit me up. What the fuck did Kanye say? He knew. He knew. Yeah, he was right. like, what did, like, and then the next tweet being the two pictures on something, like, yeah, I was just with him, like, a week or two ago before, after the interview took place, and he didn't say anything about this. Yeah. And so, like, that's the other thing, like, mm-hmm. also with, like, the professionalism of it all, like, for example, with how Just Blaze and Jay Z handle it, I won't, like, speak to them too, especially because I feel like I expect as much professionalism as I got from, like, Jay Z, just. Very much watching his movements, Mm -hmm, watching how he moves as a businessman, whatever. I don't really, like, know too much about just Blaze as, like, an individual to tell you how he would have handled it. But it's, like, there's also that thing of, like, it goes back to the whole safety net thing that I was talking about. It's, like, this aspect of, like, I can't help but feel that certain people in the industry might then, again, carry that thought of, like... This thing is out of his mind. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, like, so I'm not going to be too pressed about what he says because he's quote unquote out of his mind, you know? And like, but again, I'm not like saying that in terms of like the Just Blaze Jay-Z thing because I feel like, again, knowing how Jay-Z moves, I'm not surprised that it was handled as such regardless of like, um, yay and his diagnosis. But it's like, I feel like certain people could easily then just be like, I'm not going to barely be just saying shit, you know? And I feel like, especially with the last few years, the MAGA discourse, everything, bro, like, a lot of people have been on the realm of this nigga to be saying shit, you know? But it's, like, at the same time, a lot of people are still holding his words very heavy, like, or at least us regular folk, just in the sense of, like, bro, you're one of the best artists slash producers of my time. Like, you know, and I'm always gonna give you that respect. Through and through, like... It's
1: hard to balance that out.
0: It's very hard. Like, you know, it becomes very, like... And it's like, where do you draw the line? Where do you excuse shit? Where do you do this? Where do you do that? But it's like, that's not for us to do, you know? Like, especially with somebody with like a diagnosis like his. Like, I remember writing an article and I was like, I was like, bro, the like the moment niggas knew like shit was wrong was the whole VMA Taylor Swift shit, and that was like him genuinely like going through a, a an episode at a time without him. I don't think he knew at the time he was bipolar. So it's like. But then you look at the rundown and the list of this person's actions and it's like, what, you're really going to sit there and be like, nah, he was conscious doing this, he was having an episode doing that, like, that's yeah. not fair to him and it's also not, like, you as the public can't mm. distinguish it, you know, you can't, and like, bro, and that's like, that's why that's one of the realest things like, I actually appreciate about the interview was Kanye saying that. There was a lot of context around it, around him saying the whole, like, Every time I do something, people think I have an episode. But it's very true. Like, you know, yeah. especially after you were very like public about your you being bipolar. And then it got incorporated into your marriage and like it got incorporated it, into like his
1: career too. Yeah. If you think about the the cover of Yay, you know, he's actively saying, like, you know, this isn't a like, disability yeah, to me. Yeah. You know, it's my superpower, it's my strength. So it's like you can't like, you know I I don't think that he's trying to like, you know, weaponize. I don't his, think so either, like, yeah. His disability is just, like...
0: But I think he's more so trying to say, like, ever since I made it public, like...
1: every Everyone's quick that's to... That's what uh,
0: it is. Like, yeah, that's in, yeah. what it is now for y'all. With the divorce, with this, with the divorce that mm-hmm. he was like, we're that not divorced. There's, yeah, there's a lot. Shoot should be fitting. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? But, like, even a lot of things, like, Kim has come out in a lot of interviews, too, on some, like, yeah, he would go through these episodes or, like, he had... Like, and it's, like... Am I surprised? No, it's the Kardashians. Everybody knows every aspect of their life. But it's like when you also factor that in, and like you have somebody telling you the internal details of like your relationship or your marriage relating to your mental health. It's like you know it adds more fuel to this fire of like his diagnosis kind of like just didn't become him, but for a lot of people it became something to throw in every time, whether it's a justification. Or, uh, let's not even think about what this nigga saying because this, that, and the third. So I feel like it's, mm. that's why at least on my behalf, like, that's the one reason I give that man a little bit of grace. Um, in terms of, like, his actions and what he says. Um, just because the realm he's in is not one that we're used to with any popular hip-hop artist, like, really coming out about a mental health disease that's not depression. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of hip-hop artists have come out and be like, yeah, I'm depressed, or actors, or this, that, and the third. But, like, for somebody to come out and tell you they're bipolar, or somebody to come out and tell you they're, like, schizophrenic, or, like, something that, like, truly, like, even, like, not to, like, downplay depression, you know what I'm saying? But, like, I feel like depression has been so heavily incorporated into the mental health conversation that now it's easier to talk about. It's easier to do yeah. this. It's easier to be, like, it's this person. It's more widely. You know what I'm saying? And, like... Certain kind of, like... Anxiety. You know, like, things like that. It's, like, people... Because it's, like, also those aren't diseases that people... Or, like, mental health issues that people think, like, make you do shit. Outside of schizophrenia, for example, where you're hearing voices. Or outside of bipolar, where it's, like, you're physically, like, not aware or conscious of, like, certain actions. Like, but that also applies to anxiety and depression just on severe levels. You know what I'm saying? So, it's, like... It's weird, bro. I feel like the mental health thing is, like it's weird because everybody wants to have a say
1: yeah
0: you know especially in like I with like, big names like Ye mm-hmm. everybody wants to have a say everybody wants to quote unquote understand it in relation to him but it's like Men, you're either here for the ride or you not really with yeah. like the Ye situation like you either here for the ride to watch it through like and like his career or you're not and it's like it would be a lie to say that after he came out and told the world about his diagnosis that like his career went on a downfall. Like, that's completely untrue. Because we've said it once, we've said it before, this is, like, our 10th, 11th time mentioning Kanye on this episode. Like, that man, there's no choice but for him to be relevant.
1: Yeah, until he he goes. Until
0: he goes, since, like, since college dropout, bro, like, you here, bro. You put your foot in and it's here. Like, and people listen because of how, again... Highly respected and like, bro, you're a great artist. Like, you make great art. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it's yeah. like, and you've been doing that since I since I got into music. Like, I like his
1: point on that too. And he was just like, "Yo, like,
0: the rapper thing." Yeah,
1: people people call me. You call me a rapper. You're calling me a nigga.
0: Nah, that's okay. Li- yo, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> he said like that's the new way of calling people a nigga. Cause yo, like. It's for you to like make that the thing, you yeah. know. I mean, like, bro, you're gonna discredit what I've done in this and what I've done in that. And B, I'm an artist, I'm an entrepreneur, right. I'm a mogul. And I was just, an and he fully, you know, is doubling down on that because he was saying, like, yo, look at my peers. They're the Jack Maws of the world, the Elons, and, you know, the Bills. I'm just like, oh, okay. Uh, I could've swore you owed niggas money and you was broke on life of Pablo, but go crazy. <laughs> yeah. Like you know what I'm saying then he's doing that gap. Like and it was crazy, yo. <laughs> Neemly got above it because he was just like, yo, it's completely off tangent, but how hard do you have to flex to be like, I don't have a home. Tom? Huh? He was like, I don't have a home. I don't have a house. That that shit is a confine, it's a social thought.
0: Uh-huh.
1: I just I just He's basically like I have like so much like clout and like social karma that like I'm wherever I'm at, people are like, oh no here like stay here, oh no no the night's on us, this this clothes on us, you know I'm like and it's just like interesting. You all think like getting to a bag is getting a big ass house, getting to a real bag, no house,
0: no house, <laughs> <laughs> no house, no crib, no clothes, just vibes, just girl. vibes, just vibes off me walking into the spot. I mean like. Damn, like, of rich, like, it's also, like, notoriety, again, mm-hmm. you know, with that same thing of, like, bro, you've really done some shit, especially with this career, like, with this career of yours in the last, what, bro, look at the last 10 years alone, like, you know, like, he's, yo, he, like, like,
1: <laughs> he's had a hold on me since high school, and I feel like he's been doing his shit well before I was, like, in elementary school. You know, like mm-hmm. I feel like everyone's loved Kanye, but I feel like everyone finds that defined moment when it's like your music. I actively go find, actively yeah. fuck with it. Um, I, I don't know how to make this tangent into our next. I I think it's so hard to like talk about. and I feel like we wanted to get like the earlier conversations and like you know, like stuff out the way first. But um, you want to the camera? Yeah but I think it would only be right that we gave a few moments of silence yeah for the
0: lives lost uh Astro World astral. First. Yeah,
1: yeah um,
0: there's a lot there's a lot of discourse around there
1: I just wanna, okay, before we get into that I wanna unpack because we were literally
0: just talking, talking about about
1: this man yeah
0: like, the day before
1: friday night y'all remember uh, travis shot the two-pack you know escape plan and mafia and money and i were sitting here talking about it and you talking know, about
0: like brand name mm-hmm. kathy's jack and then I saw the baseball thing.
1: Right, you Like, know,
0: literally that morning, like... He
1: just opened a, a garden at his, like, I believe, like, what is Elementary
0: it? school his elementary or like school something like that, yeah.
1: For, for his, In honor his, of his grandmother. Room. Yeah. And, you know, and all these things, yo. And then to, to wake up the following morning to the headlines was insanity. Yeah.
0: It was a lot. I feel like, you know...
1: Like, bro, like I was to, to, to like, I called you, I yeah. texted you before that, but you to, to understand where my mindset was, I was heading out to, um, Manhattan to go get, get some, buy clothes or whatever. And it's a great day. It's a beautiful day. It's the uh, last Saturday. And, you know, I'm, I heard about it before I left, but before like, you know, I got to the store I was at and it was really like confined and like, you know, I'm going through, what I'm looking for and I, and I just the, the, the news I just keeps getting weirder that's when they start dropping the news that you know there might have been someone there like injecting, injecting. people um, I was starting to read the first hand accounts and I was in the store and I feel like the walls were caving in mm. on me I like I wasn't even there but I began to like I was spinning in, in this place and I knew like yo I gotta get, get what the fuck I'm getting and get the fuck get out, out right out. now cause I feel like I'm about to, like, pass out. Like, my heart is racing. Like, this is devastating.
0: No, indeed. And, like, for me, I feel like I read the news and instantly, like, my mind got transported to, like, the week prior of me being in Rolling Loud. And, like... I remember the day before I went to Rolling Loud, I put out a tweet and I was like, I really pray that we actually protect each other at this festival because we're New Yorkers and we're grimy and hostile on our best days. And it was like, I'm not gonna lie, bro, like, not the way it happened at Astroworld Fest, but I, like, I had the genuine fear through Rolling Loud of like, one, I saw one medic tent. One medic set in the whole spot, at some at near the main stage,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and when I was in the front, bro. There's just like niggas don't care, bro, and niggas don't give a fuck, and it's like it's unfortunate. Like it's unfortunate because it's like there's so many discourses and they're so disrespectful coming out about this incident on some like. You signed up to come to no, a Travis Scott concert. You should've known what you came here for. There's a ten year old who's like confirmed of the eight dead niggas. Is like, why'd you bring your kid to this? And it's like, bro, what are you talking about? Like, like, don't get me wrong. Bringing kids to a festival is a very like dangerous move in general. You, if you're gonna do it, I recommend staying on outskirts. Regardless, yeah, you know, just like in terms of safety. But you should never have that fear that you got to bury your kid after it. You know, like, nobody should have had, like...
1: Bury anyone. You know, like, nobody
0: should have, like, had that fear in going to that. Like, I'm a morbid person. So when I went to a festival and I had that fear, I had the fear because I was genuinely concerned about falling, getting trampled, and nobody picking me up. Like, you know, because Nick is in the midst of shit. But, like... But that's me because I'm a morbid person. And even at Rolling Loud, like, Camille was asking me, like, yo, is there an age restriction for Rolling Loud? And she was asking in regards to, like, people bringing their kids. And I was like, I honestly don't know. Mm. That's a good question. I thought there was. I thought there was. At least 18. I thought it was 18, 21. Like, one or the other. But, you know, like, the incident, bro, it's tragic. I read a personal account from Peyton. She was there. She was there. And it hurt my heart to read it. And Peyton was just like, yo, like, y'all don't understand. Like, she was like, literally, there was a moment where everything was okay. And then a moment where quite literally it wasn't. Like, it was like a switch. And, like, that's when niggas was talking about with the injection. They were like, there was a crowd surge out of nowhere. And from Peyton's account, she was like, literally, everything was cool one one second. And then the next, it wasn't. And people were just, like so intensely crowding and pushing into the crowds bro There was videos of like mobile medics trying to get in and niggas are standing on top of their cars not letting them get into the crowds like and like Pien was like you don't understand like where i was in the crowd even like i'm walking through trying to get out and i see people unconscious on the floor passed out and people and other people screaming for help and medics literally cannot reach them and so she, and she ended it with, like, I didn't think going to see, like, a hometown hero, essentially, in my hometown would be one of the most traumatic events in my life. And that's, like, it pains me, bro. It pains me for so many people. Like, bro, I came in the, the next, the day it happened, I told you, like, one of our good friends and prior guests, like, knew somebody who passed away. So, you know, like, it's really hitting so many people in so many different ways. The attendees, like, who even weren't injured, it's hitting them in so many ways. Because, bro, like, I've just been reading so many accounts of, like, yo, you should have seen it. Mm-hmm. And then today I woke up and saw mad videos of, like, how many people broke in. And, like, bro, no less than 2, 350 people who are not supposed to be there were there and jumped the gates, broke the fences, got in. And that there was a point where they went around like double checking everybody's wristbands, but once you're in, you're in, and at some point it didn't matter anymore. Like in the beginning of the festival type shit, like niggas were walking around checking, but at some point it did not matter anymore. Then it becomes the discourse of accountability, mm. and whose fault is it? And there's literally nothing but blame to go around, to be honest, in my yeah. opinion, on everybody. like. Literally, biggest blame in my opinion, the crowd. Who's gonna take care of us if not us? Like truly, that's one. I don't have a hierarchy after that.
1: But th- honestly, that—that's what it is. Like you it's know, it's
0: really I, like I, I, at the I, core of it, it's the crowd.
1: Yeah, yeah. and us as, as like as a society, yeah. as humans, like there's there's no way like yeah, the value of one human life to another is so vastly. Separated like you're yeah, you're here for a show for one of your favorite artists no, they saw, but,
0: That, that but, show showed the disparity like but hey, there's no the, like,
1: there's There's a man bodies, there's a bro. body is kids women uh, on the floor what
0: Like at least doing? bro at least in Rolling Loud, I saw a lot of people passing out like in the front, but I saw people Carrying them out, holding them up to drag them out. At least us pushing people out the crowd because niggas is not making way for them and they need to get out. People were being but like that shit, like.
1: I read an account of someone like they passed out, and they said they had to be told what happened to them. They their body was crowd surfed out, and they woke up in a tent. And they at
0: least, bro, at least, at least they they got that. Yo, but, and it's but that's crazy.
1: It's crazy because they woke up, realized what the fuck was going on. They were a trained EMT. Oh, shit.
0: So, the so person they, pass out? Yeah,
1: they woke up and started checking on people's pulses. Yeah. So it's like, it's crazy that like you, a person who probably needs medical attention, you has woke
0: to up, yeah, already go to, out. Yeah.
1: I think the second person to blame is organizers. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There definitely has to be a larger scale of medical teams where they're outposts. Or teams that are in within lace within the crowd, um, you know, or some kind of safety net to know, like, yo, like, this has to end right now.
0: Cause, like, we were, bro, like we were talking about right before we started recording, like, I read an account of a girl who was like, yo, they barely checked my bag, you know, on my way in. So it's like, outside of that being a safety issue, like, the fact that people were able to break those fences, and people were talking about, bro, all they had to stop them from the festival was weak walls. Weak walls and a fence. You know, like, it would, bro, 20, 30 people putting weight on that fence, boom, it fell. And the amount of people that rushed in, like, so it's like, one, that's over capacity already. Mm. And it's like, the security thing of not checking bags properly or checking anything properly on the walk in is another thing. Because if a person generally didn't inject people, clearly they were able to bring it in with no problem. Mm. There's that, you know, and like it's unfortunate. It feels like it's unfortunate that it feels like this event had to take place for now. Hopefully, future like stricter protocols to be in effect with organizers, security, whatever. Um, You know, I'm not gonna
1: lie to you though. With the whole fencing and people storming in, because if I'm not mistaken, there was. Uh, a Playboi Cardi concert that was happening in an arena in Houston that got canceled because one people stormed in, and it tore the fucking arena to shreds. And it happened a few days, a few like about a week or so. So it's crazy about that. It, it's crazy to see that y'all saw the same, pretty much the same exact thing happen, and the show like went on.
0: Yeah.
1: Granted, it's Travis Scott. You know, he's not a lot for the community yeah. and. And, and uh, uh, but I was just like, at, at some point, and I, I think I was talking to Malik about this too, like, at some point that whole, like, you know, breaking down the barrier and, and getting into the shit, that aesthetic has to die because I feel like a lot of people live off that marketing, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, inadvertently. L- look how lit his show is. Yeah. People are breaking in to get in, you know what I'm saying? When when Playboy Cardi started the, the Narcissist tour... You can check all over Instagram, uh, or, or, you know, or and Twitter, they're replaying this, you know, like, yo, look how, like, that was like a safety issue to yeah. y'all, you know what I'm saying? Off the strength that, two, one, people are, like, stealing a concert, mm-hmm. you know, ticketed an event from other people who paid, which is completely unfair. I
0: don't there know. was a video of, like, somebody posted of, like, this kid at Astroworld, and he, like, threw a full drink into the crowd. And I think it started a fight where it landed. Because somebody thought like the people right behind him threw it, whatever. It's like, that be that dumb shit, bro. What the fuck did you come here for? Because you clearly did not come to enjoy yourself.
1: Yeah, start mix.
0: Bro, you know how many four locals were thrown at Rolling Loud?
1: I ain't that shit,
0: bro. Bro, like, Omar ducked one of them, bro, and hit the nigga right behind him. And he saw it all happen. He was like, it would have been me if I didn't duck. That And Kevin got sprayed with it. Like, bro, It it's like, there's just, like, a level of, like, uh, stupidity, bro. Like, literally just, like, blatant cognitive dissonance of, like, why the fuck did you come, Bro, there's that. And, and, and know, then, you know, like... You know, control, you know
1: what's the like, type of people to do that shit? Mm. You know, the first time I ever witnessed some stupid shit like that, it was um, the night... Syracuse beat Clemson. Yeah, bro. And nigga was at Castle Court, bro. Dude that is shit. the like, first time I saw... I'm like, whoa. Y'all are completely walling, Throwing beer bottles and cans into the air. Into, into a crowd. The, what the bro, fuck are y'all doing, bro? What's
0: wrong with... Literally, I never went
1: back to that up. shit after that, bro.
0: It's crazy. And then, like... I feel like I, I have... Like, we have to talk about it. There's a lot of discourse going around blaming Travis himself. I won't say he's not at fault, because he is, in the sense that numerous times, a plethora of times, artists have stopped shows for bullshit at that, for dumb shit in the crowd, like somebody screaming some dumb shit, like a sign, artists have stopped full arena tours for that shit, you know, big artists too, not no regular regular rinky dinky niggas. Mm. And there was a snippet of Travis saying something about something happening in the crowd. And he didn't even give it, like, a minute until he started performing again. Yeah. So, you know, there was that. And then there was the apology video of him, like, doing, like, a... He, he was moving, like, a Brooklyn nigga that you just, like, aired out for some shit, and he tried to apologize. It was this, the whole two-minute video. And I'm sitting there, and I'm like, bro... I can't say you don't seem remorseful. I don't know your personality to say what remorse looks like on you or doesn't, bro. And, like, again, you're a person who very much does care about his fans, about the community. So I'm not, like, I don't think you're lying when you say, like, you're saddened by this happening. But it's kind of like one of those things where, like, somebody does bad or does dirty, like, does you dirty. And now they're trying to come after, like, the aftermath of it all. I'm being like, damn, yo, like that's my fault like I yeah. see where I could have done more like you're not stupid at the same time bro like you've had shows this big you've you know what I'm saying so it's like that's where the only word place I'll put, like place any blame on him in the sense of like y- you could have stopped your show right then and there on some cut all the music cut everything yo check on the people around y'all right now who needs help somebody do something like you know because yeah. like it wasn't like a one-off event in one section of the crowd. It was in multiple spots. So it's like there's only so much he can also do, you know, which is why I won't say it's his fault. But I will say, like, I, that's why I started this off with there's enough blame to go around, literally, Damn. on everybody, bro, on the people that were attending that were doing the dumb shit that weren't, a, that weren't helping people, on not having enough medics in the spot in general, not having, like, a stricter thing of organization, it like... It
1: wasn't planned correctly. You know, and... At the end end of it, bro,
0: like, I have nothing but, you know, sympathy and empathy for the lives lost, for the families of the lives lost, um, very, like, because I know financial burdens are real when it comes, like, and real life, like, a financial burden, like, a financial compensation don't do shit for me losing my friend, my partner, my brother, my sister, whatever, but I do appreciate artists who were there or artists in general that are coming out and, like, donating their the shit. Like, scenes. Roddy's donating all of his net compensation to the families. I know Travis himself was like, I want to locate who the families are so we can help them. Um, I know Cuddy came out and even made a statement about, like, you know. So, it's like.
1: Oh, I-, I knew I heard Travis. Yeah. You know I'm saying, like, that's that's really one of your contemporaries. I know that's someone that you definitely pride yourself on, on you know reaching that level and to have someone like that just be like yo like this is fucking with me yeah
0: it's a lot bro it is but like with that being said like i hope this just allows like
1: yo like it oddly enough you I, I, I like we were j- joking about this earlier but i feel like for for the modern day like music festival like this is the 9-11 of it
0: and yeah as walking as it, as it is to say, I, yeah.
1: You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, people are saying, like, you know, after this, like, ticket price is about to go up. Schlater, homie. Hey. Little D, nope. Why would you even hey, think that? Why would you think that? Why Ooh. would you?
0: Oh. <laughs> bye, body. Later, Bye.
1: Little D, y'all. Oh my god. Why?
0: Oh
1: <laughs> you was saying like you know ticket the,
0: price going up. The yeah. ticket
1: price is going up because the price to insure concerts now is gonna spike.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: There's no way anyone's gonna insure Astro World again. Yeah. Cool. And then as a as a money I mean, thing,
0: we say that now. In a I year wouldn't, I wouldn't even I ain't gonna hold you.
1: If I'm Travis, I'm not yo, I'm like, that was the last one.
0: That was yeah. If I'm that was here, the say, last one. Say, I don't know unless if you I can do one. something new and safer. Maybe not an open arena, maybe not a festival, but the whole point of it was to recreate the amusement park, to like have that whole Yeah, I don't know, bro. If I was you, I don't know, I, I, don't I, was, know. I don't know, bro, cause what?
1: No. What shocked me too is like going back on top of the, you know, organization of it all, I feel like, you know, the modern day huge like um these big festivals they have like that dividing line that splits the crowd in half you know one it, it makes the one large mass into two more manageable yeah. masses and then it also allows emergency uh, services to have fast ways to so, like come down the aisle people can be moved to the middle yeah we had
0: there was that for really long like there was like gates separate I, I didn't know what the gates were for I thought like cause I was walking to the main stage there was a gate and then another gate, but it kind of looked closed off. So I thought it was like VIP or something. And Savon had told me like, no, they did that last year where this is like a separator from like the back, pretty much, and then the crowd. I was like, oh, okay word. I liked it until it's time to get out. Cause you don't realize where the gate is. Cause it's so clustered with people. So I thought I was walking to get out and I hit the gate. And I was like, oh my God, now I have to find my way around the gate somewhere. Because I hit, like, I was going through the middle. I was in the middle of the crowd. And I guess I didn't, like, even fathom where the gate was. Like, I couldn't Mm. see. So I'm just walking, walking, walking. I see a little people elevated. I'm like, and I realized that's the gate. They were sitting on the gate. So I was just like, fuck. And now I'm in the middle. And now you're back in a crowd trying to figure out which way to go. So it's like, it becomes a little, but I feel like it was helpful in the sense of, like, separating the crowd. You know, that way, like. Yeah, there's still about, like, 100 to 350, 400 heads behind you trying to push. But at least it's not the rack and a half, like, two racks of people. And it's, like, I don't know, bro. It's, there's a lot. Like, there's a lot to consider with so many of these things, like.
1: Yeah, that, honestly.
0: It was, it was crazy, bro. You you know Even rolling out, bro, like, when I went, like, the amount of fights I saw, bro, was Mm. crazy. Saw niggas gushing blood, bro, like, from getting into fights, like. I saw a dude on the floor, not even passed out, just bleeding, and another dude standing over him, pretty much like no bitch stayed down there until security got there. And this was not a security guard, it was a random guy just standing over him, legs wide, like this. we're all watching him, cause we're all like, what's going on? I thought he was bitching him in the middle of the crowd. Like I thought something like, I was watching some freaky geeky shit, and he was bitching him in the crowd, like that's what I thought was going on. And then I realized, and then somebody asked him, he was like, oh no, he was in a fight. So I'm keeping him here until security get here. And honestly, I felt it like, yo, get this nigga out, bro, because clearly you here to fight. Like, you know, get out. So it's like, like, I saw a lot of shit. Like, even like I told you, bro, like security and rolling loud type shit. Like, I could have brought in some dangerous ass shit and put it in my bag, not in my metal. And not because, yeah, those metal detectors. So cool. I couldn't have had like a gun on my body. I could have put a knife in my purse. You know, I could have put something in my... Bro, the first day was the only day my fanny pack was opened. The second and third day, because it was clear, niggas just kind of looked at it. It's like, go ahead. And they can't ensure that there's a male and female security at every checkpoint to pat people down. So I never got patted down. Whether it was a woman... Most of the niggas got patted down. Like, men got patted down very lightly. None of the women got patted down or, like, femme presenting people. So it was like... It was easy to tell, like, okay, this could have easily not been a safe event either. It's gonna be,
1: and niggas is moving real reckless. Like, we yeah. don't know this country has a fucking epidemic of niggas just picking up a gun and flocking at niggas. Literally, bro, this it happened in Vegas, like, what who two was, years wasn't ago? Wasn't you
0: who was saying like this asteroid shit was looking like a terrorist attack? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like because like bro some sh- like. And they was, like, because, like, the people were injected, it seems like it was a targeted attack. And I'm, like, I don't think he targeted the specific people, but he definitely meant to, like, harm people in general. I'm just, like, so, niggas got to go through background checks now when we buy concert tickets. Something's like, going to change, something's bro. Gonna change. Something has to, bro. And if it doesn't, that's sick. Honestly, if it doesn't, like, I feel like that's, it's telling of uh, the country of the industry, which is, like, I also wouldn't be surprised if something doesn't change. But, like, something has to because yeah. what? how do you ensure safety after this? For anything, for any festival, mm-hmm. you know, concerts is different, bro. Like, security at Barclays, be only shit. Security yeah. at MSG, be only shit. Yeah. You know, like, but I'm talking for New York stadiums. There's barely security when you go to, and these are stadiums and arenas. Barely security when you go to fucking Terminal 5 or when you go to, like, even SOBs like yeah, yeah, they check, but they don't. You know, they, you can finesse. No. Like, yeah. but you know, I can put something in my down. sock, bro. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, like you <laughs> know. But for real, like, I can really put some shit in my sock. Like, that's my thing. Like, but like big arenas and stuff like that. Like, I think their security is okay. Obviously, you can do better. But I think in festivals that are coming up, especially things in open areas, like how Rolling Loud is run, Lollapalooza, Pitchfork. Like, bro, you know how many times Sabrina has told me, yeah, sneaking into Loll is easy. I mean, she was like, I've done it. Like, you know, like, she's done it and knows people who've jumped over fences, broken over fences, like, to get into stuff like that. And she's even been like, Yo, come to Chicago. It'll be easy for you to get in. And I'm like, Wait, what? And I'm like, You know? So it's like, even that, like.
1: Do you feel safe, though? Like, like moving forward after this, like, you know, we're people, we're music lovers. You know, we love this aspect of meeting other people. But, because I'm not going to lie to you, bro, it makes me feel strange. I it feel makes me feel person.
0: strange. And I feel like. It just makes me also have like certain like reservations of like if I do go certain things. One, I was already on this timing for Rolling Loud. Honestly, I'm good off being in these crowds.
1: Yo, you know my body. Yeah, I, I knew. Never...
0: But like, bro, when it like when I was in the front for Uzi, it was too much. Like it was niggas, bro. I almost fell so many times, and literally, like God bless Avon, because there was not a moment in time I did not feel that man's arm holding some part of me. To make sure I did not fall and to make sure niggas was not wild. Because it was OD. Like, you know how many like men I saw around me just holding arms out to make sure niggas. It's OD, bro. So it's like, one, I'm good off crowds. Like, crowds like that. That's one. And two, I'm less inclined to go to a group of people. I was with never a group? with a group. Okay. Like, a group, a group, a large group. Mm-hmm. Like, I was never inclined to go to a large group. I don't like going to. Like places like that or festivals like that with large groups of people because I cannot hold myself accountable for everybody. Like, it's so hard for me to do that. I like having, if I'm not by myself, which I don't like being by myself just because I have anxiety and I like to have like a grounding person, I need at least one or two people. And I'm going max two, three because like Camille was a good person to have, but it i was anxious most camille's small Mm -hmm. you know like she's a small thin person like i get worried for you but i know in my head that somebody else at this fucking event is checking for me and checking to make sure i'm good and that i'm going home with somebody like even the first day camille wasn't with me found two people they made sure i was good the whole way and jordan found me at the end and went all the way home with me like you know so like Things like that, like, it makes me, but a large group, like, that last day, when we ended up being around, like, ten niggas, I looked at Camille, I was like, yo, bro, I'm looking out for you, bro. I'm looking out for you, bro, and you're checking for me, I'm not checking for all these people that I'm seeing or around right now, because I didn't invite all these people to be with me, I invited you, I said, we're going together. So, I'm less inclined to go in crowds for the sake of, like, I don't, it's too much, like, for my anxiety and mental state to handle having to Take account for every person, that the crowds, and just being more vigilant, bro. Like it definitely makes me not wanna like drink or do anything at these like events. Yeah, if I'm doing anything, at smoking.
1: Uh, it makes because I, I wanna I gotta be as pivot.
0: I gotta be on pivot now, which I always am, but now yeah. I have to be extra vigilant, right? In case not even just for me, bro. In case I see some shit and somebody needs help, you know because. Because mm-hmm. clearly, like, niggas had seen it at there, at Rolling Loud. Some niggas needed help and did not get it because the people around them did not give a fuck. And now I refuse to be one of those people. I never would be. But now specifically, like, I refuse to be one of those people because I can't have that on my conscience. I can't go to sleep at night like that. That's, it's a very personal thing. I can't go to sleep like that, bro. Knowing I deadass could have done something, bro. Something, something, whatever it was. I might not be strong. I might not be able to carry somebody out. Bro, if the
1: if the littlest whatever, thing okay. I
0: could do is pick you up off the floor, the littlest thing I could do is pour some water on your face to wake you. Bro, something, something. And it's like, now it makes me like, if I choose to be in these events, way more mindful of that shit. Of like, you know, being prepared, being prepared to help somebody if they need it. Which I usually am already on that. But you know, it's like, it puts you more on edge, it puts you more on pivot, and it's like, it's hard, bro, it's hard, it's hard to be a musical lover and enjoy live music and, like, think, like, shit, now I have fears that are now genuine. Yeah. Like, you know, like, now, like, bro, you know how many people hit me after this happened, and I did, I just never answered their texts, because I was like, don't hit me on some shit like that. A lot of people hit me after the actual shit and said, now I understand why you were worried about rolling loud. I was like, bro, don't hit me with that dumb shit, nigga. Yes, I know. Because I, bro, like, I had a fear of death going to this shit. I had a fear of injury going to this shit. You know what I'm saying? And then a week later, eight deaths total up at a festival. That's for one artist. Let's not
1: talk about the injuries.
0: And not even talk about the injuries, bro. And that's for one artist, not 60 plus. You know, like, there's just a lot, bro. And they're... Also, two different things, you know, three stages. I think, I don't know if, I think Astro just the stage, like, you know, so it's like everybody crowding to that one thing. So it's like, that's also, that's, that's as if everybody from, you know, Rolling Loud did that, but that never was, or could have been the case because of how many people they have performing at the same time as well. Even J. Cole, bro, half, literally half, it was half the crowd at Cole and half or more of the crowd at Cardi because they were on at the same exact time, you know, like, so it's like things like that, like, that's why they're very different in terms of, like, how they're handled and how they yeah. operate, but the overall fear of, like, the shit that happens at festivals, like, it's just escalated, bro, and that's, it's sad, the, the whole situation is very heartbreaking, yeah. and like I said, bro, I have nothing but, like, remorse and empathy for these families, because, like, that should have never been the fear or the worry of burying somebody you love, you know, or somebody you love going to something that they love or they enjoy, or hearing an artist they love or enjoying, that is the outcome. It's sad, it's heartbreaking, you know. There's.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm ready for the metaverse, yeah. I'm ready for to be an Avatar and go to a little digital concert. A digital concert. I get hurt, I'll be right in the mosh. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'll be in the mosh.
0: I'll be there. <laughs> you know Meeting the mosh
1: and uh and me personally like just to end off on this like you know i think that's just where this is heading you know going to a place very where, possible yeah yeah you know travis i feel like travis got popped the bottle on uh funny enough you know that he was the one to like spark this what people call it, the new medium of concerts mm-hmm. and you know to bring that that kind of uh, artistry to life in the digital world and you know we're seeing all these different companies move in that direction um me, if I'm him, my head, I'm like, yo, I'm going all in on that.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm going all in on that, bro, because I can't have this happen again on my mental for health. My I, I mean, yeah,
0: my mental health, my reputation.
1: I honestly, I, I, like, I'm not a religious man, but I pray for Travis Scott. You know, like, I, I don't think anybody deserves something mm-hmm. like this on their mental. Um, and, you know, before we go as well, t- Stop blaming fans yeah who had like who weren't even there had nothing to do with it
0: like people who are merely fans of him like
1: you know like you mentioned our good friend Sai past guests like people are hitting him up like yo this is, you're the reason
0: yeah like the two mans
1: yeah i'm just like I'm are like you bro, serious like, right
0: now? Are sick bro like that's like what like
1: bro i had to take a break off twitter for like a, like i'm still not on right bro, now. bro even ig like, like
0: everything i was. scroll down is a new piece of information or it's like a different source telling me the same piece of information so it's like and it's like that's why i also like was a little hesitant to have this conversation right now just because like I feel like I don't like having conversations about shit that happens like this in the midst of it all because I don't have all the details, but at the end of it, I know people passed away and I know where I place blame, like, like I said, bro, it's a little bit of everywhere. So it's like, it's my thing of like the, the new information doesn't change that outcome to me, you know, of people passed away and all y'all could have done better. The people there, like, in terms of like people there, like And again, I'm not going to sit here and tell the people who were attending, who were helping, like, y'all didn't do enough. Like, Especially after reading, like, Peyton's account of, like, bro, there's, like, there's literally certain shit that, like, you can only do so much. Especially, like, certain people in the crowds and how niggas was trying to get out to survive on their own account, too. So it's, like, there's a lot, bro. There's a lot revolved in that situation. And at the end of it, yeah, I want to see what Travis is going to do. I'm not going to lie. Because I feel like on, on a certain level, it's going to take a hit to his, like, branding and reputation.
1: Absolutely. You know? the Brands are going to want to step away from Mr. Pop. At least right? for a little bit, yeah.
0: yeah. Until something gives.
1: Yeah. And rightfully so. Yeah. I think this probably will be better for him to just take some time. Definitely pushing back Utopia.
0: 100%. Yeah. Because that, like... And it's funny because it was like right before Astrofest was again the baseball shit and like the Cactus Track like foundation and all these shit. So I'm just like, it's like a lot of things of like I I I hope he doesn't go the realm of like cognitive dissonance and just starts posting like regular pics and shit again soon. Because I really hope he doesn't do it. Yeah. For the, like
1: I know we talk about the video a lot with him posting his like you know his take on it and like his apologies, but. As much as like his words and his like expressions don't show, I, I don't know. I'm looking at his face and the way he's like he's keeping his head down, and I I know for a fact this is haunting him. Cause I, I feel like he understands and appreciates how much his fans mean to him
0: and make his career and make his career.
1: He's super super for the people or his people his mob, and to see that people died, you know what feels like on your hands. And, you know, young fans at that, too, bro, it's... I can't imagine it's nothing but devastating.
0: No, yeah. I remember somebody had posted something on their story, and they were like, Travis Scott has blood on his hands, and I was like, that's, like, a heavy sentiment to make, like, you know? Because, again, like, it also feels like, okay, that's where you're placing your blame on him for not stopping his show, which is not an unrational thing to do, but it's, like, it's very objective in the sense, like, you're not seeing everything, like, you know, you're seeing a very small piece of a very big picture of like, there was a lot that did not go into this planning. And you know, like, bro, and and Mark Travis knows his fans best, bro. You know how your concerts get. So more medics should have been on standby. More medics should have been in the crowd already. Like, or now you know for next time, like we need to have these people already set in the crowd. Like, you know, and I don't know, there's like, there's a lot and there's a lot of moving parts, but, I hope that he makes amends in whatever way feels best for him and for the families of the people who passed away, you know, and or the people injured. I just hope amends are made in the, like, best way possible for them, not for how the world and the fans need to see amends because it's not for them. It's for the people who, like, We're were hurt and affected by this, you know, attendees, whether they were, like, injured or not like overall i hope everybody like heals and finds some peace from this situation because it's again bro it's sad it's a very saddening situation to hear about and even speak about yeah. and it feels really wrong to end on, this, on note. this note yeah i know it feels so wrong to end on this note but it's like bro nothing more nothing more can be said you know but I, like i just hope the aftermath of everything is in an upwards trajectory as much as it can be you know like again that money not gonna bring these people back no but i hope in some way it helps whether it's funeral calls whether it's this whether it's that i hope that in some way it does what it needs to do but with that being said y'all see home easy yeah,
1: yeah see you yo.
0: we are the lingo baby thank y'all for tuning in to a kind of heavy episode yeah but we hope y'all stay up stay easy and please 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 take stay, care take care. Another. And stay safe. Later, y'all.
1: Later.